recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, hello. This is Zed Games and my name is Zara. With me in the studio tonight is... Elliot. And... Paul, not uh, in the studio. Not in the studio. Your disembodied voice is being projected into the studio because that is how powerful you are. Yes, it's true. I'm looking after family and I currently have a dog in my arms. So stop him eating the toddler's food. Oh, isn't, <laughs> isn't, isn't fatherhood amazing? It's, it's great. It's great. So, Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, we don't only talk about video games and gaming reviews and gaming new- news. We also talk about game movies. I tried to make that rhyme. <laughs> that didn't work out. But that's all right. I think I missed the attempt to make it rhyme. Yeah. Well... Oh, there. Yeah, I got Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, we're, we're on board now. Yeah, you, you sense you're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look, I think, I feel like we've got a really coherent group here to talk about the world of video games and film. For starters, we have Paul, who actually has a background in this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm, my actual training's in film. I've worked in film. I've shot feature films. I have had a film in Cannes. Uh, and um, <laughs> and I ran film clubs from the most highbrow to the lowest of lowbrow. Of course. Incredible. And we have Elliot, who is an expert in video games. <laughs> and then we have me, and I think... <laughs> you like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that about sums it up. That really does sums it up. So I think we've got the whole range of film enjoyers for this night's... Topic, conversation, theme. Theme. <laughs> yes, there we go. Found. You got us. the word. Ideology. Yeah. Discourse. It's a nice discourse. <laughs> um, but before all that, it is time to listen to some, to some news. So let's just hop right into it. This week in gaming news. Embracer Group-owned THQ Nordic held a showcase last week to show off their upcoming lineup. Included were some new IPs and the return of some old favourites. A new reboot of the grandfather of survival horror, 1992's Alone in the Dark, was shown off, being written by Mikkel Hedberg, who is best known for his work on frictional games Amnesia Dark Descent and Soma. A sequel to Outcast, subtitled A New Beginning, was revealed after the original sequel was shelved 21 years ago. The new single-player third-person action-adventure game offers a lush, colourful alien world explored by the now jetpack sporting hero, Gutter Slade. The remake of the classic third-person RPG Gothic showed off its updated look, and we were given another look at the upcoming tactical mercenary game, Jagged Alliance 3. A crowd favourite was SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake, a successor to the PS2-era cult classic SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. Along with existing IPs, there was an announcement of new titles. Recreation is an open-world multiplayer racer and track-building game led by Burnout veterans, hoping to stick the landing somewhere between Burnout Paradise, Wreckfest, and Trackmania. Space for Sale is a cute sci-fi survival crafting and property management game where you build homes for aliens. 
The strategy genre was well represented also with Tempest Rising, Knights of Honor 2 and The Valiant on display. And the show ended with a teaser of a new South Park game in development. And a note that THQ Nordic still has 25 unannounced games in development. The world's most prolific fighting game tournament, EVO, has wrapped up for another year, and with it came a slew of announcements. A number of Street Fighter VI details were revealed, including new fighters and commentators. A new Fatal Fury game was announced, a new Tekken was subtly teased, there was DLC for King of Fighters XV, Skullgirls Second Encore and Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, among others, and Guilty Gear Strive added Bridget as a new fighter and the series' first confirmed transgender character. Perhaps the biggest announcement for fighting games fans were a number of titles that were adding rollback netcode to their games, which makes online fighting games far more playable. The titles included Samurai Showdown, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Next year's event will be held in Tokyo. It's been eight years since the release and subsequent deletion of PT, Hideo Kojima's experimental horror teaser for the never completed Silent Hills. Kojima posted about the anniversary on Twitter, to which a former Konomi staffer, identified as Pearl L, responded. Fun fact, since I was the first party lead at the time at Konomi, I helped get this product set up on the storefronts, fake publisher and everything. And I was the one who had to call Sony and ask them to take it down and block re-downloads. That was a super fun conversation. In the Z Games release schedule, August 19 will bring RPG Time, The Legend of Right on Switch, Timeiza and We Are OFK on PlayStation 5, Series X and S, Switch and PC, and Curse to Golf on all major platforms. August 23 will bring Midnight Fight Express on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC and Game Pass, and Saints Row on PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X and S, and PC. That's all this week in gaming news. Wow, thank you for that, Paul. That was a very informative week in gaming news. You're welcome. It's just like, you're just in everyone's ears today, it feels. <laughs> I, I, I can't help myself. And so, and and today, there's been even more THQ Nordic oh, yeah, and Embracer right. news. But I can't even, I haven't even been able to absorb it yet. Basically, Embracer just bought like, I don't know, eight to twelve more acquisitions, of which, <laughs> yeah, and they, they got the the rights to Lord of the Rings and oh, just like I don't even, I got to map it all out of my head. I don't, I really can't follow it yet. I mean, Embrace is massive. And yeah, they've got yeah, the yeah. most correct name in the industry. Yeah. Um, yeah they just started it's... taking in everything in a really big hug and they're like, we're embracing you. But you don't really get yeah. a choice. You're just getting embraced. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's one of those things like so many developers I know that people are like, oh, at least they're independent. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> they're owned by Embracer, one of the biggest. <laughs> I you think we need to reframe it. what independent actually means. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not what it. It's it's not the same anymore. No, but Embracer also just kind of doesn't put themselves like as forward. Yeah, like, they're not. They're not like Tencent putting their name everywhere. Yeah, they're not as vocal. Yeah, yeah, they're just sort of like happily eating everything, and they've got a big focus in Europe, which is probably reported on a little bit less. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy our corporate overlords until it inevitably all goes bad, which it will. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. we'll be there to report it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always my caveat on, you know, the uh, the fabled Game Pass. It's like, great deal, 
for now, and it will go evil. Do not get me wrong. It will go evil. So, um, <laughs> so uh, watch out. Yeah, yeah. No, just take bets on when. It's, um, we, 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 we don't endorse gambling. Just, uh, no, 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 no. Just, you know, uh, just bets you. Use, use your soul, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. You know, something like non-monetary. Person. Yeah, exactly. Get uh, a good return on that. You know, I'd love to talk more about gambling in a way or souls. <laughs> but I'd much rather talk about... I don't know. Do we want to start with video game movies that we actually enjoyed or video game movies that we very much did not enjoy? I mean, it's it's a hard line to to put down here. <laughs> no, yeah, because why do we enjoy it? Is it because it's good or bad? Look, there's a, there's a lot of things that I know, for instance, user um, do dislike, but there's... Things because my expectations are very low and what I'm looking for in them go quite well. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'm just going to randomly bring up a film and can spark conversation. Monster Hunter, which <laughs> you saw last year, and I knew you, you despised it. I didn't like the spiders. You, you, you were a bit turned off by the, the, the horror aspect. Yeah, but like I didn't care. Like, there were parts of it that I genuinely enjoyed because there was the parts of it that really reminded me of the Monster Hunter experience. Well, like, of like starting with yeah. just bone armor that you've scavenged and yes yes that was all the stuff to, yeah, yeah. That actually taking the bits building armory but when she's like training with the weapons it's like oh yeah if you move it like this it goes on fire yeah <laughs> <laughs> that part was like okay yeah that's there we go um, and, th- and that's and that's like it's like that's not a good movie, but it is fun. Like it's like it doesn't really make any particular sense other than the fact we know the video games and it's a fun reference. Yeah. So it's like they are knowingly making a joke. So it's hard to categorize. Like we're not at fine art. We're at fun, and what's fun and what's not there. Um, so that 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 movie falls under my fine category. Like it's it's fine. I don't really think about it, but it's I wasn't like, upset by it. Like I didn't enjoy it because. Well, mostly because of the spiders, but there were also parts of it that was like, this seems like a whole lot of unnecessary um, trying to establish why these characters are in this world. Oh, yeah. Why not just yeah. jump into the characters in this world? Yeah. Because they, they didn't even write any characters. Well, it was yeah, just a okay. costume. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> wonder if that has anything else to do with why don't, why didn't. Okay. The yeah, monsters ha- are cool. Ha- yeah, how about we go with something that we're at least a little bit passionate about as a as a good movie? Is that a, that a good point to start? Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. I I mean, oh. I got one that I think is a good movie. Lara Croft. Yeah, I like Lara Croft. Oh. Yeah, it was actually There's my a... first introduction into Lara Croft as a kid. Really? Yeah, I never knew about it beforehand. Oh, because like, um, it was the other way around, like, um. I played the first Lara Croft game. I was so confused. I was actually terrified because there was this like cave where a tiger hopped out and I got too scared to play any further. <laughs> you didn't uh, even get to the T-Rex. No. <laughs> There's a T-Rex? Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to pick it up again then. I, w- I wonder if I still have it somewhere. Um, but like, I actually really enjoyed the movies as well. Like, um, Angelina Jolie was like, I felt like she was really... I feel like she was really good casting. Yeah, like, she was cool, she was, you know, she was, a, she's attractive, um, she's, uh, I felt like she was a pretty convincing Lara Croft, yeah. you know? Yeah. Look, I mean, it's it's no Angelina Jolie in Hackers. Well, but, true. Um, <laughs> I, but I, I, I when is it ever? I, can, I'm, I kind of agree with the... Um, the Rotten Tomato score that does put it all out of one out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think famously Roger Ebert loved it. Oh. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know why. I feel he's wrong on that one. But, you know, <laughs> we can't all agree. <laughs> there was this one bit that really confused me um, when I first watched it. And that was the bit where she drinks that tea from the monk and her injury is magically healed. Which, like, it's video game logic. So I know it's video pack. game logic, but like to very young me, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. That's just tea. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if it was really video game logic, she should have been hoarding all of those until far too late in the game. And, exactly. You know, she doesn't really need them anymore and she's got too many Phoenix <laughs> exactly. by the Exactly. But no, <laughs> we just got some some floating rocks in this d- stromony... I can't remember what it was. It was It looked cool, though. As far as interesting films that like are pretty well made and still represent the game well and everything, probably my top one would be um, Takeshi Miku's um, Ace Attorney movie. Oh, I thought that was like, good. Yeah, yeah, it's both pretty accurate. Like it's, it's pretty much a retelling. But I mean, Take- Takeshi is like he's not an art director, but he does lots of weird stuff. He likes to experiment with forms and everything. So yeah. he just like has this cool like holographic courtroom battles at each other and everything as they're yelling objection and everything. It's like... Uh, it's campy in a very controlled, fun way. Yeah. Um, and that, 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 I think, yeah. is the charm of Ace Attorney to begin with, is that it oh, is... Oh, of course. It is, it is kind of goofy. It is, it is campy, but it's like in a way that's like calculated. Yeah, yeah. It's like they have a real story there as well, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. And so, you know, this plays as, you know, a dramatic comedy. Uh, with some sort of like weird sci-fi elements to it because it's like courtroom battles. Yeah. Um, so that that's like pretty well put together that film. So if you are so inclined, that's a, that's one to look up. All right, I have a suggestion to throw into the circle. Uh huh. Pokemon. <laughs> the the what? one with Ryan Reynolds. No, I didn't. Even, I didn't even think of that. I forgot that actually. De- Detective, po- Pikachu. Uh, te- Detective Pikachu. I forgot about Detective Pikachu. Look, that, actually, that's I the only thinking, one I can talk about. Uh, what yeah, was yeah, it that's again? fine. That's in my fine category. <laughs> Pokemon the movie, like the animated ones. Yeah, there like are so the many Pokemon ones. movies. I oh, dude, there's so many. I. And do you know how many I've seen? None. None. Yeah. It's correct. So I can't partake <laughs> in this. Well, get out okay. of this conversation, Paul. Pokemon 2000. <laughs> honestly, so good. Such a vibe. So good. I'm like um. God, I can't keep track of which movie is which, but like the one with Mewtwo, right? Yeah, Mew vs Mewtwo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the when he's like the scene spoiler when alert. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert! If you haven't watched the movie in the twenty-two years, uh, <laughs> you might want to tune out now. Okay, uh, I'm turning off. Where Ash gets turned to stone, oh and all the Pokemon just stop their fighting, and Pikachu is like trying to wake up Ash. Absolutely devastating. I was crying. Yeah. And dude. then for that scene to resolve with Mewtwo going on with his speech about like how it's not the circumstances of one's birth that defines you, it's what you sort of do with that life. Oh, mind blowing. That entire scene, like even before Ash gets like stoned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, like we're, no, they're all fighting and Pikachu's crying yeah, while like, smacking like the other Pikachu. Sli- like. Absolutely, it was like all the build-up and everything was just—I don't know—it was just Peak really. Film. It, 
You know, yeah, all right. I think we've... <laughs> that's, that's it. the end. Done. All right, everybody. Uh, that was, that's it for Zed Games for tonight. It was uh, really nice uh, chatting with you, Elliot <laughs> and Paul. Um, <laughs> oh, you, you said peak film. I thought you said pink film, which goes a very different way in my head. Oh, no. Um, mm. I was like, a Pokemon pink film. I'm sure they exist. But... Uh, <laughs> well, there was um, Slowbro in... Which one with the with Articuno, Zapdos, and oh uh, yeah, um, that's Pokemon Two Thousand. Oh Lugia. yeah, that's right. Honestly, uh, that that movie is what made Lugia my favorite Pokemon. Anytime I meet someone whose name is Ash, I always think of that line when the prophecy is like, "And the world shall turn to Ash," and, and then I'm everyone like, just turns to him. It's like that's a lot of pressure for a ten-year-old. Yeah. If I if I got like at that age, if I got pulled up in front of class to answer a question. That's it. Tears. Tears, immediately. I don't know how, how he kept... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's kind of been through a lot. Yeah. It's probably uh, desensitized <laughs> to all that, all that stuff that's going you on. You're very invested in this character. Well, see, Paul, you wouldn't understand because... I know, because I've, yeah. ha- I've got a heart of stone. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you know Just what? Like Ash. We need to make sure that yeah. all the Pokemon gather in a circle around you and start crying. Yeah. Oh, and that will melt. That will nice. that will break. That will break your heart, uh, just like it did um, twenty two years ago. Ah, oh. yeah. I mean, a, a sad Diglett would make me sad. Oh, yeah, yeah. What else? I mean, obviously, there's Detective Pikachu, and I think we already talked about Detective Pikachu in the past episode. It, it's solid. It's fine. You know, I put it yeah. there with you, like your, your modern mon- and and sorry for a throwaway here. You can easily pick it up again here, Zara. But you know, like the Sonic, the Hedgehog modern movies. Yeah, like they're well put together. They're fine entertainment. They're like fun like, for the fans. Yeah, they're yeah. family good. Like I assume eventually my son is going to make me watch it a hundred times, and yeah. I will learn to despise it. But Look, for now, if you it's need fine. a babysitter, <laughs> just let me know. I'll be happy to watch it a hundred times. Do you want to come around and watch Sonic the Hedgehog three hundred times in a row? <laughs> oh boy, would I ever? Yeah, just the bit where I don't know. Yeah, I'll just pause every every five minutes to explain why this particular scene is so important to the Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog canon. It's it's it really goes in there. Um, yeah, well, I mean, okay, if we're you know, good things in sort of like so bad they're good, they're sort of the holy trinity from my youth, but they yeah. sort of have continued. We've got our um, uh, Paul Anderson's Mortal Kombat, uh-huh, not the new yeah. one, the old one with the good um, animatronic Goro uh, that gets kicked in the nuts. Uh, I'm punching the nuts, actually, sorry. Uh, what, how wonderful. Street Fighter, which is almost unwatchable, except um, uh, Raul Julia gives one of the most entertaining performances as M. Bison in history. Yeah. With his whole speech <laughs> about, like, today, uh, that, that day was, uh, was um, the worst day of your life. And for me, it was just, is it a Wednesday or a Tuesday? I think it's a Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, Tuesday. Um, but then the big one, Super Mario Brothers. Um, Bob Hoskins and um, uh, what's what's Luigi's name? You know, clown from Spawn and everything. I feel I should know this, um, but like that movie is just insane. Yeah, it shares almost nothing to do with Mario. No, except character just names. Just the names. It's some <laughs> gr- it's some grungy '90s adventure where there's like Yoshi is a little T Rex, Goombas are weird giant guys with tiny heads. Um, there, there is a, I think it was last year, um, fans had got together all this source material that was cut from the movie and made a new edit that edits it back in. Uh, and you can, I think you could get that off archive.org and it has like a rap and all, all this extra material. Paul, in 
<laughs> I think it's we're gonna a... just need a pause for a moment. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. This is Zed Games. My name is Zara. With me in the studio tonight is Elliot and Paul. And speaking of Final Fantasy Advent Children, it's I, a movie. I, I feel like I need to I need to set the stage. I need to set the stage. <laughs> okay. So I was I was a wee little tyke, you know, just like believing everything I saw on screen. And at the time, I wasn't particularly good at English, so I couldn't really understand most of what was being said on screen and also because I was so young I didn't know anything about Final Fantasy at this point because I was so young and the animation was like pretty pretty damn good I was really scared because I thought that they were like actual actors and I thought that there were real life people out in the world who looked like them (laughs) and it was just a bit with that kind of like frame like that perspective in mind very uncanny valley i had an i had nightmares basically and i desperately wanted my mom to like sort of reassure me that these people weren't real and she was like those that's not real it's it's a movie and i'm like my mom those are people people actors like can you not see and she's like they're not real people it's like what do you mean they're not real people very confusing and therefore very frightening yeah and then you saw the dark crystal and that really freaked you out oh <laughs> I mean, that movie freaks her out anyway. It's well, yeah. Just, just its nature. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it is what I mean, it you, is. You being younger than I again, this often comes out me being elderly. You know, <laughs> elderly. Our first big Final Fantasy was Spirits Within, which was really weird because it wasn't, you know, we kind of wanted our fantasy Final Fantasy and there was this weird, mostly dramatic sci-fi thing. We were like, hey, but where's, where's my big swords? Where's my thing? Why... Why are they just driving around in a truck? And, <laughs> yeah, that was a weird moment. Uh, I mean, for the time, extremely technically ambitious, though. Yeah. We were having a little chat about sort of games that left more of a negative impression on us. And before we talk about those, I am so glad that I remember this. It's technically not a video game movie. It's a board game movie. And yeah. I want to talk it's about Clue. Battleship for a moment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just the awful movie. Incredible movie. Absolutely <laughs> life-changing. <laughs> Just like, kind of like, Battleship. Okay, yeah, I guess they're on a battleship, but it's not very... How are they going to put the battleship into Battleship? Why are there aliens? I don't know. And then that scene where they like, set up the radar grid system and like it starts falling <laughs> into place and Rihanna's there and she's like got a sailor hat and you're like, whoa, they really put the battleship in battleship. Um, and it was very tense. It was very intense. I had no clue that it was based on battleship until I was like halfway through the movie and I was like, wait a minute. Th- really? Like <laughs> they made a movie based on battleship. They must say you sung my battleship, right? Yeah, I think that... (laughs) Like, that's the only reason you'd make the entire movie. Honestly, I don't think they did. I feel like... what's the point? No, I feel like there was a bit where the alien did take out one of the senses, which sort of led to a bit of a minesweeper situation. It's been a very long time since I watched this movie, um, because I didn't want to watch it again. (laughs) 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 But 
like I think there was a bit where like one of the radars got taken out and they're like oh no he's sunk our radar I think maybe oh that would just be teasing that, Ma- yeah oh, maybe like I might be just inventing a memory that doesn't exist because I want it to exist but how many people have actually watched Battleship look I've watched a lot of terrible movies and that didn't make my radar for not, neither terrible enough or um, actually do good but maybe, you know, if I was still in my 20s watching literally 10 to 20 films a week, yeah, yeah it definitely would have been in my radar. Look, if you ever run out of films to watch, which I'm sure is probably not an issue for you, <laughs> but just in case, there you go. Battleship. Put, put, put it on the, on the list. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. The bottom of the list, okay. but it'll be there. Yeah. So, on the list. general bottom of the list is the entire ouvert. Of Uwe Boll, um, the <laughs> notorious uh, German filmmaker uh, who takes people's beloved properties and makes terrible, terrible movies with them. Uh, and um, yeah, House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark. When, I, I don't know if I linked it in, in, our, in our show discussions, but there's a famous scene in House of the Dead, which was his first license film, where um, all the characters run into this field and shoot all the zombies. As they're shooting, it randomly just splits in shots of the game. <laughs> no oh. context, no, just like nothing. That's fine. Um, it will, as it shows a character doing something, it will then do like a Matrix a 360 spin around them, shooting the gun. Not cut to look like they were doing anything they were just doing. Also, sometimes holding an entirely different gun or in different costume. Oh, okay. um, that is incredible. Wow. And the scene goes so long, they have to play the song twice. What? <laughs> Did they? Was it like a a good loop, or did, did they just let the no. song fade out once? And like, like oh, all right, play gone. that let's, again. Let's go again. Um, right. Amazing. Uh, so it used to be like a big fan theory that basically it was German tax loopholes, and he would uh, make money from making bad movies, basically that no one wanted to see. Um, I have actually had a very long chat with Uwe, who surprisingly, for being an extremely non PC person, uh, when we played the interview, we had to put a good, a good language warning at the front because he uh, doesn't mind what he's saying um he actually was really really nice <laughs> and um he, he makes all his money he just sells he gets a license because he can make money off it he just sells it to like airlines and cable networks huh? they all make money um if he doesn't have a license no one buys it so because he doesn't even care what the movie's like he just likes making movies it's like what a weird thing it's like i don't care what the movie is or how it turns out i just want to be on set so um he did like he so he did three dungeon siege movies and the first one stars jathan statham and his character is literally called farmer Oh my god! Amazing! It's, it's it's great, and the one that I've been bringing up is a fact. So he made three Blood Rain movies. The third one, Blood Rain, the Third Reich, and sort of simultaneously, sort of just afterwards, he made another film called Blubberella. And that film is the exact same cast and script as the Blood Rain, the Third Reich, except instead of a sexy vampire, he casts an, an obese woman, <laughs> and he just makes the same film again. Well. Now, I'm not recommending either of them, but um, what a weird man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm learning a lot about this guy, and I'm oh. getting a sort of like a higgledy-piggledy kind of picture. Look, he, he's very toxic. There was lots of like people like wanting to like set up boxing matches to beat him up and everything because he's so <laughs> wow. such a divisive character and everything. I, I would work for him but I don't think I'd defend him as a good person. Speaking... <laughs> he, he's good to pl- make movies with, I think. Speaking of decisive, divisive movies, probably not that divisive. I think a lot of people can be were quite um, of one mind. Assassin's Creed. Boy. 
yeah, this isn't divisive. <laughs> no, it's not divisive. <laughs> no, okay, everyone, okay. Let, everyone thinks it's trash. Let's um, let's go. Let's go the Rotten Tomato score. What do we reckon that is? Four. Four. I'm As in four percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it actually? 4%? I, 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 I have don't, no idea. I don't think you'll be far off. I reckon it'll be Wait, ten or under. Let me, let me, let me have a quick Google. This is like, what was the actor's oh, name? Oh, oh, higher than uh, it's Fassbender. It's Fassbender. It was, I was oh. expecting because he's a decent actor, actor, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I, um, it actually has eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. I feel it's oh, wow. being extremely generous. Mm. Shows you, Elliot. Oh wow. You don't know what a movie is. No, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> No, because I remember um, watching the trailer and like I knew that I wasn't um, going to watch it seriously, um, but I saw the trailer and I was like, "Oh, I don't know," but you know he's a good actor. Mm, he's maybe a good he actor. can do something with it. Maybe he can save it. Like, and I was like, "Well, maybe the um, what is the machine called again?" The Animus. Animus. Like, yeah. it's kind of weird that it's like the freaking. Um, Arm. It was a weird thing. arm claw thing, like the Matrix, yeah. and like well, that I I, I didn't mind that change because that was like, making it more like so it could be, have some movement, sense. some action. Yeah, like, yeah. like hey, it's like a their VR system. You can move around a little bit and it can shuffle you a bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I got it because it also explained how somebody can gain those abilities in real life yeah. after doing it. Like I get that. Yeah, but also it was just a time. Like the whole the whole movie was just oh, a it, time. It's like it's it's all underexposed. It looks hideous. It's just like nothing. But here's I, I had in my head like I'm sure it was directed by someone. So it was directed by Justin Kurzel, who do Why you know what else familiar? he's done? He's Sorry? A, he's he's Aussie. Well, he's yeah, he's Aussie. I'm pretty sure he's Aussie. He's at least made a yeah, lot of Aussie films. Yeah, he did he did Bloody Snowtown, um, oh, History of Kellyam, and recently Nitrum. Oh. Like, He's a serious art house director, um, and they got him to make that. That's so I don't why. know how much of his. Why? Yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm trying to picture like the people going and going. Okay, right, who do we want to direct this movie? We well, have. It's actually not that uncommon because you get um, you get like indie art house there that have like cred around them, and then you hire them, but they don't really have much power. Yeah. Um, the studio tends to... It happens with Marvel films all the time. Mm. It's only been recently they've given them any leeway at all. Uh, you, you just pull them up, they do what they say, and it gives you a bit of cred, um, and they get a bit of exposure and some money. Mm. Um, so I'm sure he enjoyed the money. Yeah. <laughs> well, at well, least somebody enjoyed some part of the Assassin's oh, Creed film. Look, it, it got a, people, a lot of people employed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was good for the economy. Yeah, exactly. That's what we could always <laughs> At the take, end of the day, know. bad movies, good for the economy. Yeah. 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 Got to make a lot of bad movies to make some good ones. All right. It is coming up to the end of the night for us. Yes, that's it. We have talked about all we can about video game and well, just game movies. Game movies. Yeah. What a time it's been. What a time. It's time for us to say goodnight, goodbye, and I love you. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.